I'm excited to share that I'm less than two weeks away from the Quiet Mind Yoga Online teacher training starting on 9-9-19. So I'm taking everything I've learned over my years of practice and study of yoga, meditation, and Vedic sciences, including Ayurveda and Vedic astrology, into one six-month online teacher training course. So you can learn about that at quietmind.yoga/ytt, and the doors open on 9-9-19. I'm excited to share it, and you can check it out there. And thank you for listening, and enjoy today's episode. My name is Jeremy Devins and welcome to the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast. And today is the horoscope for September 2019 based on Vedic Astrology or Jyotish, the science of light. This is an exciting month because Saturn has been retrograde since late April and it's going direct. There's the fall equinox coming up, some major activity going on in Virgo, So I'll get into all that in today's episode. And if you want to learn about your own chart, you can set up a reading at quietmind.yoga slash astrology. All right, so the first thing to notice this month is on the 9th. Venus moves into Virgo. So Venus is considered debilitated in Virgo. Because, think of Venus, the qualities of love, passion, and beauty, and art. And qualities of Virgo are more sort of critical and particular. And it can create this contrast of wanting to express our love and appreciation for our partners or things we love and beauty and art, but being overly critical of them or too sort of controlling or wanting things to be just right. And the creative process is not about editing, right? It's about creating and just loving it and being expressive. And then you can edit it later, but if you try to do both at the same time, uh, you're gonna create this turmoil and conflict. In relationships, this can turn into overly being overly critical of your partner and being nitpicky with your partner. So this is helped a lot by Mercury also moving into Virgo the next day. So Mercury is going to be there for about a month and it's going to, it's actually exalted. Mercury is exalted in Virgo. It's its own sign. And Mercury and Venus work well together. So this helps things out quite a bit. And this helps bring more of these mercurial qualities like creativity, wit, charm, uh, using the mind and intellect, the booty, the intellect, instead of using the uh, ego and the judgment of Virgo, which it can be sometimes with Venus and Virgo. Mercury brings a little more playfulness to it. So you can have some playfulness with your partner and really it's not the best time to uh, criticize each other or pick each other apart. You can use that that sort of uh, sharp analytical mind to pursue healthy things together. Like maybe you you get together and you clean out your closets or you uh, do some sort of health-related work, like maybe going to a yoga class together. Or if you're not in relationship, just in your own creativity and your own expression, not being so analytical and overanalyzing things too much, which is 
very likely to happen this month as a bunch of planets are going into Virgo by uh, later in the month there will be five planets there but we've got Ver Venus there first so just be a little cautious around the 9th to 11th or so and not too analytical with your partner and your creative work Mercury comes there be a little more playful with it All right and then the next thing big thing that happens here before we I'll get back to Virgo in a minute uh, on the 13th the full moon is in Aquarius, or Purvabhadrapada, the nakshatra. Of, it's, it's considered, it's represented by the front legs of a funeral cot. So it indicates a strong connection to the element of fire. And this brings some uh, fire in the belly and passion. And this can bring this into the, the Venus and Virgo. So you can bring some passion into your relationship, your creative pursuits. This with the full moon here, you might feel a little more idealistic about your goals and aspirations, and especially things related to society. And it can bring uh, a lot of charisma and, and good speech, and but it can also bring criticism and cynicism. So, we just got to really watch the inner critic this month and the critic of others and really focus on what's going well and use that critical mind to analyze what can I improve and and focus it more. Uh, not so much on judging others, but just what's going well, because that's a criticism as well. That's a critical faculty of the mind to decide, like, this is working, and I like it, and I want to keep more of it. Yeah, that thing might not be working, but what is working, and what can I focus on and move towards instead of what am I just judging and criticizing and saying, that's wrong, I don't like it, and just stopping the conversation there. We really want to keep that conversation directed more towards what's going well and what am I liking and what can I improve upon otherwise you're just gonna get stuck and spin out because Saturn is aspecting Virgo this month and it's going to either bring restrictions and limitations and uh, delays if we focus on those cynical critical thoughts or it can bring great rewards with hard work and we direct that energy into okay I analyze I want to do some cleaning in my house I want to get in shape in this way I want to do this exercise program I want to focus on my health because Virgo is all about health and uh, put in the hard work and Saturn will be pleased and give you good rewards and things will go better than if you focus on what's going wrong and criticizing yourself or others. The, uh, the intensity, the capacity for transformation uh, and the intensity of it is, is extremely strong in this full moon. So it's, it's a sign of perseverance and transformation and uh, it can be a little intense. So. If there is something that's been stuck for a while, it's likely to start moving because not just this full moon on the 13th, but also Saturn going direct on the 18th. And it's been uh, going retrograde since April 29th this year. So a few months been going on, this Saturn going back over the things we've been learning as far as our spirituality and all the things to do with Sagittarius. If there's been any long distance travel, it's been delayed and you wanted to travel and you haven't been able to, uh, this Saturn now is moving forward and is likely to bring about more uh, movement in that area. Anything to do with spiritual teachers, uh, any sort of spiritual beliefs you have where there's been difficulties, challenges, limitations, delays, Saturn can start to move forward now and we've got four months here where Saturn's going to keep moving forward through the last three degrees of Sagittarius to complete this cycle that's really been going for about two and a half years now when Saturn first moved into Sagittarius. 
so just think back of what's been going on since late 2016 or so. What big shift happened around there in your life that feels like it might be coming near completion or some sort of cycle completing now towards the end of the year? For me, I was in a, a big spiritual community and my life was all just one way. And then when the Saturn transit happened, everything changed. And it's been a very different life now. And I've really started focusing on my online content creation for me. I'm just giving you my personal experience with this. And I really got clear, okay, this is how I want it to look. And I want to have this website. And and I've really been formulating it all through the last through this cycle, so for the last two years or so uh, with Saturn and Sagittarius. And it, for me, it felt like a huge shift. Uh, so I, I really felt it. And now Saturn's going to go into Capricorn in late January. Saturn rules Capricorn. So it's... It likes being there, and uh, it's it's going to bring more uh, growth in your structures and stability, and probably it'll be a little more stabilizing than this uh, this transit that's been happening for a while with Saturn and K2 together, where it's like cutting out the things that are no longer serving you. So this this month, mid month here, is a real good time with all the Virgo energy. Saturn's aspecting that Virgo energy, so it's putting more emphasis on it and more. Uh, emphasis on doing hard work to get the fruits of your of your work uh, so this is a great time to really look at what do you want to improve what do you want to move towards and what do you want to create some more that more stability in as you start to move forward and if there's anything that you've been like thinking about letting go right because saturn's with k2 uh all year if there's been like over the last five months like something that you just know you need to let go and you haven't been able to now with Saturn moving direct, I think you'll have a lot more uh, motivation and support and energy to do that. It'll be easier to let those things go. And I say that because the sun is also now moving in Virgo. That puts three planets in Virgo on the 18th. And the sun there brings more of the emphasis, the spotlight into this quality of Virgo, of your physical health, your mental health, uh, your environment your structures your disciplines all of these things are really the focal point for the month and getting your routines down dinacharya if you're familiar with the ayurvedic routine having some sort of morning cleansing routine like scraping your tongue uh, doing uh, oil pulling these sort of things abhyanga self-massage right if you're not doing these things or you don't know what i'm talking about google them it's a worthwhile uh, time investment every day to sort of get centered and this is a great month to explore those things and solidify those things if you don't already have them. The sun being in Virgo brings more energy to that, to uh, build those habits and to let go of those things that are no longer serving you, to fully uh, use the energy of K2 and, and cut them out if they're no longer in alignment with where you want to be in your life. The next big thing is on the 23rd is the fall equinox. This is the point where the day and night are equal length. And we start to move towards the winter solstice where the nights get longer. So we're starting to emphasize more of the yin lunar qualities starting from the later in the month towards the end of the year. And this is where the all the energy of the summertime and the summer solstice sort of comes to a head and you kind of review. It's a great time to take a little, at least a, an hour or so, you know, if you can towards the end of the month. And review, and if you you know, with all the Virgo stuff and the Saturn stuff this month, 
you're likely already thinking about you know what's working what's not working what you want to adjust but the fall equinox just supports that even more as a midpoint uh, where the solar and lunar energies are equal and uh, it's a midpoint between the solstices so it's a great time to see okay what have i been doing the last couple of months what's working what's not working and focus more on what you want to move towards and uh, all the virgo energy and now with saturn direct at this point and the sun in virgo you've got the support and energy to do that even more fire added to this uh this fire <laughs> even more fuel added to this fire uh, with mars coming into virgo on the 24th and it's going to stay there until november 10th so we've got a, a while here with mars the warrior energy the fire action initiation in virgo all right so again this is all strong emphasis on health reviewing analyzing your life seeing what's working and building on it and if you needed any more energy in Virgo this month, we've got the new moon now. It's a super new moon, actually. It goes into the nakshatra of Hasta in Virgo on the 28th. It's a new moon, so it's a time of new beginnings and cultivating what you want to create moving forward into this fall season. Hasta is uh, represented by a hand. It's actually the Sanskrit word for hand, and it's meant uh, it, it, it represents healing again it's, it's people with born with the hasta nakshatra moon nakshatra they make great healers great workers with their hands they do healing things like reiki things that like massage therapy working with their hands to heal others so use your hands in this new moon to do some self-healing work which could be again self-massage abhyanga could be meditation practices with uh mudras with hand postures hand seals like your thumb to your index fingers the most common one gyan mudra or wisdom seal uh, right, so this sort of work with your hands is a great way to harness this new moon energy could be getting in, in through your house and and moving things with your hands clearing things out it could just be doing uh, like the abhyanga the self-massage is a great way a really good example of uh, hasta nakshatra using it well uh, for your own healing and then we finally let up on that virgo energy this month a bit with mercury moving into libra on the 30th at the end of the month so that starts to the the transition now where next month everything is going into libra we're going to get a lot more emphasis on bringing balance to the life which we already start with the fall equinox where things come into balance of yin and yang and next month even more so with everything moving into libra right so just this month with all this emphasis on virgo all this stuff going on here we're going to get a lot more of that emphasis on on libra next month and more to do with balancing things out finding harmony and resonance and more emphasis on maybe making things more beautiful right so now you're kind of clearing the space getting rid of the old especially with that saturn and k2 saturn going direct again getting rid of what's no longer working and the next month starting to build on that and create more beauty and harmony and what is remaining and, and what you want to create moving forward so i hope this is a helpful perspective on what's going on astrologically based on vedic astrology or jyotish in September 2019 it really helps to understand exactly where this is and what house it's happening right so for everybody right all this stuff applies everything I said applies to everybody no matter when you were born 
but it doesn't tell you what house it's in because if all this Virgo energy is happening in your sixth house of health, if you're an Aries rising uh, or an Aries moon, then you're going to have even more like it is all about health this month, right? A big emphasis. Anytime there's three or more planets in a sign, big emphasis. Three or more planets in a house, big emphasis there. You've got five planets in a house. So if it's all in your sixth house, big emphasis on health and wellness this month. And for example, if you are a Taurus, then it's all in your fifth house. So all that emphasis, less so on health and more so on your published works, your creativity. If you have children, the children, uh, anything to do with sort of putting your work out there in the world, all that Virgo energy, the analytical energy, that reviewing process, all that's going to be more, a little more focused on what's going on in your creative works and your published works, things like that. Speculative gains, if you're uh, in the stock market, if you're in any sort of uh, place that has volatile highs and lows with income and gains, right? So this, this is an example of how you can understand how to use this knowing your own birth chart. And if you want to learn that, you can go to quietmind.yoga slash astrology to schedule a reading. And I'll be back next week continuing the series of moving through the houses. So I hope you're enjoying that. I've been getting a lot of good feedback on that and I really appreciate that. All right, so thanks for listening and have a great month. And I hope this is helpful in giving you perspective on where to focus throughout the month of September.